Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is the constant worry loop we sometimes experience, a mental pattern in which we become obsessed with negative thoughts, creating an endless cycle of restlessness. And of course, we will offer you tools on how to respond to this worry loop. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or you can visit my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And this week we are bringing you a podcast that we are sure will resonate with you because it's quite impossible not to feel worried with the fast pace and excessive demands of our times, right? And the issue is not worry itself, as it is a natural reaction to certain stimuli. The problem is getting stuck in the loop of anxious and negative thoughts. This end up affecting our peace of mind. So we can react to what happens to us or we can pause, we can observe it and see how we respond to it. But before we continue, I'd like to welcome Luciano. Hello, 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 hello. Good morning, (laughs) good afternoon, good evening. And today's topic is interesting, not just to understand, that is one part, Mm -hmm. to understand it, but also to think about the strategies that can aid us in breaking this harmful pattern for our health. Mm -hmm. So, Georgie, to start with, could you please explain the cause of the constant worry loop? Yeah, and the reasons are multiple. And I am sure you will be able to help me elaborate on on them, on the reasons, a bit more from your personal experience, (laughs) really, because we are all warriors and because you do your homework before each podcast. Um, So one of the most common reasons is cognitive rumination also known as overthinking, where people tend to go round and round overanalyzing and overthinking thoughts and situations, which increases their anxiety. And similar to this, there is catastrophic thinking, which involves imagining the worst possible scenarios. And this can contribute, of course, to this cycle of worry. When someone enters this loop, it is as though they were rehearsing the worst that can happen to them. So in the end, worry is the misuse of our creative energy. Yeah, right. So it is the loop. And while you are in the loop, you are thinking the worst case scenario. Yeah. And you're creating and, and spending your time using giving a wrong use of this creative energy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Rumination. And when, when you talked about uh, cognitive rumination I, mm. I thought of ruminant animals like cows or sheep mm. that ruminate for hours and days to better digest their food and I imagine this uh, that the analogy lies in the long time that a person spends thinking excessively but unlike animals overthinking is not a natural yeah. human function mm-hmm. so uh, this leads me to think about our last podcast on perfectionism and excessively high expectations that can generate worry for fear of not living up to our standards. 
so insecurity uh, or low self-esteem mm -hmm. all that can contribute to the worry loop because we can become obsessed with not being enough to face certain tasks a hundred percent a hundred percent and i'm also thinking of compulsive thought patterns as seen in OCD, um, obsessive compulsive disorder. These are a source of a lot of worry. If we think of someone who is afraid of diseases, for example, and therefore fears touching surfaces in public uh, spaces, when they have no choice but to do so, they will worry for fear of contracting something. And so what are they going to do? They're going to compulsively wash their hands and this will relieve them for a moment, but then they will worry again because they're going to think about whether they have disinfected properly and and the loop can go yeah, on new and on. Scenarios. Yeah. 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 Past experiences too. Past experiences can also make uh, people more prone to worrying excessively about the future. And I am thinking of a client now who got a lot of trouble studying at elementary school, but who managed to overcome her difficulties and today is a great student at college and even though she has overcome all that she still identifies with a little girl hmm, who has who was labeled at home and at school as a bad student or slow to learn and so today he cannot enjoy her studies at university even though she's really oh, really wow. good at that yeah mm -hmm. because she worries a lot she doesn't want to be labeled as she was in the past yeah in that sense i think that the person without effective coping skills can fall into great 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 worry yeah that's why i said at the beginning that It's not so much about the worry, but how we manage it. Mm, that is to say, our response to it. But before getting into it, um, it is also true that the environment in which we live and the social pressure to achieve this or that without the necessary emotional support, that can contribute also to the worry rabbit hole, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that you said the worry rabbit hole because if we don't break the pattern we can fall into a hole from from which it may be increasingly difficult to get out it is also striking how many people including my younger self here i'm raising my hand uh think that the more they worry and think and ruminate about things the more control they will have over those things and this is an illusion control is an illusion life cannot be controlled And and here I'm talking from my own experience, and I really had a hard time not doing my best. I did my best very very quickly, but I had a hard time letting go. I got hooked into things. Um, and what's more interesting yet is that, for example, my younger self, and I am sure many who feel identified with my experience, um, by thinking and worrying excessively was bypassing challenging emotions that needed to be faced and addressed, you know? Yeah, but no, no, don't stop. We want to know more about you, Georgie. <laughs> so no, no, you're not getting away with it. So um, tell me a bit more about this bypass. You, you're bypassing emotions. Uh, yeah, because, you know, when I was a young adult, especially, I used to think a lot about 
absolutely everything. It was crazy. And I remember that I used to think everything to a point of exhaustion many times. And unconsciously what I was doing was avoiding feeling the fears of taking risks, of opening my heart to someone or showing myself just as I was because I was so afraid of being discovered between inverted commas and being a disappointment to other people. So the same can happen to someone who is experiencing sadness, anger, frustration, loneliness or insecurity. So being busy from the neck up worries um, worries and prevents us from getting in touch with what really needs to be addressed. Gotcha. And, and if we think about the consequences of this worry loop, we can also mention several of them. Um, among the ones we mentioned when preparing this episode are chronic stress, mental fatigue that hinders concentration, mm-hmm. hopelessness, obsessive thinking, mm. sleep problems or sleep disorders, decreased self-confidence, irritability, work or academic difficulties. So in summary, where there is a lot of worry, there is an impact in our quality of life because it limits our ability to enjoy activities and relationship. It hinders our overall well-being. Yeah, and I imagine, you know, I was listening to you and I was like, Ouch, ouch, oh, ouch. Um, So those who are listening to us are probably craving to learn how to get out of the worry loop. And we have been doing a lot of homework to provide you with as many tools as possible. So the first thing uh, I would like to mention is something from transpersonal psychology, which is the psychology I um, specialized in. And it's Um, to develop self-awareness and self-transcendence. And you're going to say, oh, now she's become so Zen. What does she mean by that? So self-awareness can help us understand the root causes of our relentless concern. And self-transcendence will help us connect with a deeper sense of ourselves. If we were to use an analogy, we could say that self-awareness would help us or will help us understand why waves have formed in the sea. And self-transcendence will help us go beyond the waves to connect with the vast, calm ocean below. I would like to to pause, (laughs) make a pause there, because using the word ocean, this looks so deep. Yeah. This is not just like... No, 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 no. The, you, I, that's true. Um, self-awareness, self-transcendence, this activity requires the help of a professional. Uh, there are simpler things to do, like practicing gratitude, something that we don't do. We say we are grateful, but we don't practice gratitude mindfully. Practicing optimism, practicing self-love, all can help change negative mental patterns into more realistic, positive and constructive thoughts, really. And then identifying personal strengths is key because we lose ourselves in all the things that worry us or we don't like about ourselves, etc., etc. And we don't take the time to identify all the things we are good at, you know? So if you are listening to this, take the time to write down every beautiful thing about you, everything that makes you unique, so you can see all that by yourself. 
because this exercise will boost your emotional resilience and it's going to soothe your tendency to worry excessively because you're going to see that you've got lots of tools to cope with that worry. And and then um, before the episode, we brainstormed a lot about mindfulness. Luciano, would you like to continue, please? Yes, because mindfulness offers us many practices, but there are two of them that are super simple, which are related to breathing and meditation. So um, these techniques can help calm the mind and reduce anxiety, and this will turn into a reduction of constant worry. Mm -hmm. So we are talking about sitting, close our eyes, sitting on, on, a, on, on a chair, on the, on the floor, and, and breathe. Yeah, it's super simple. You need to learn uh, mm -hmm. the technique. Also, refer to the many podcasts with guided meditations exactly. that we recorded that for may the help people also. who need some help. Yeah, and and dedicate a few minutes every day, just to be in silence, connected to your breath. Mm. This is enough. Uh, this exercise will help rewire your brain. So it doesn't jump ahead to imaginary situations. So you can observe what is happening to you and get in touch with your needs. Mm -hmm. This can be achieved by closing your eyes or contemplating something. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Because worry takes us into the future and it takes us out of the here and now. It invents situations that will most probably never become real. Therefore, being mindful of the present moment is very, very effective. Yeah, and as I like to say, we cannot breathe into the future, we cannot breathe into the past. So we cannot we we can only breathe into the here and now. And so that, you know, brings us to reality and so important. And it's so important to practice consistently every day. It's not enough to do it once in a while. It's better to do it for a fewer minutes, but every day is because that way we are rewiring our brain not to anticipate situations, to observe what is happening to us and to get in touch with our needs. So this is really important. And also finding out limiting beliefs that shrink and overwhelm us and, and to think about how to reframe them, not to think in a bad way, but in a, in a creative way. So a good coach is for sure trained to help you do this work and to challenge those beliefs with more empowering ones that are more aligned with your reality. So think that the worry loop is like looking at ourselves in, the, in those funhouse mirrors. Do you remember Luciano when yeah. we went to the funhouse with our children? And they distort us all and we look all disfigured. And so what we want is to see reality as it is and from a place of calm, find a response. Yeah. Um, may, may I add another tip? Oh, yes. Yeah, please. Th there is another uh, related to action. We okay. haven't talked about this, but I'm going to tell, <laughs> say it anyways. Okay. So, because spending too much time thinking means spending too little time doing. Mm. You know, it's something that can get you out of the loop and let go sense um, of genuine control. Mm -hmm. So, with concrete actions, Or, or designing an action plan yeah. because designing a plan is also an, act, an action itself. Yeah. Uh, for instance, 
Um, I have a customer and if such a customer asks me to deliver such and such a thing, I won't be able to do it. I won't get to do it. So action plan, uh, hire help, partner with colleagues for possible overflows, advance work, talk to the client to bring realities closer to, to match and align realities, etc., etc., etc. That will release lots of pressure and will give you space to think about some other things. Yeah, to think positively. And like Tony Robbins, my coaching teacher, used to say, when we think about something that is worrying us because it's too big, the important thing is to break it down into manageable chunks. So we do one thing at a time, one action at a time, and that relieves the brain and, and it gives us a lot of, you know, soothing. Yeah, and where focus goes, energy, energy flows. flows. So, well, we hope that these ideas can provide you with a comprehensive framework for addressing the worry loop. And if you can't do it alone, it is important to seek the help of a therapist, a mindfulness specialist or a strategic or transformational coach to get personalized guidance, support, and start feeling greater well-being. We really appreciate your thinking of one or two people who can benefit from this episode. Think about friends from family that can be in the worry loop and forward this podcast to them. This is the best way to help each other and we appreciate your evaluation, recommendation, and feedback. We always, always, always read you. Yes. A big hug, everybody. <laughs>